Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for June 24th, 2021. The topic this time is an Ashland native plant garden, one of a dozen on a virtual tour available now. Knowledge generates interest and interest generates compassion. Douglas Tallamy, Bringing Nature Home, How Native Plants Sustain Wildlife in Our Gardens, 2009. In February, I focused my columns and podcast on Tallamy's later book, Nature's Best Hope 2020, in which he reiterates the importance of growing indigenous plants in our gardens and landscapes in order to attract native insects and birds. In both books, Tallamy's message is clear. The health of our local ecosystems depends on homeowners working together to bring more native flora and fauna back to the Rogue Valley. Ashland resident and gardener Sherry Morgan has been an advocate of native plants for several years. She's worked hard to raise local awareness about the significance of native plants through her professional work as a landscape designer and her volunteer work with the Ashland Garden Club and the Jackson County Master Gardener Association. Sherry recently invited me to visit her relatively new native plant garden, which she designed and has been installing on her suburban property since she moved in almost two years ago. Sherry's native plant garden is an impressive example of not only how homeowners can grow a wide variety of native plants in a small yard, but also of how native plants can be incorporated along with non-natives that have similar growing needs. Sherry's natives grow harmoniously with Mediterranean plants in sunny areas of her yard and with woodland non-native species in shady areas. Not long after we started the tour, Sherry pointed to one modest-looking plant and said enticingly, I have a literary story for you about this native. Of course, I was all ears. The plant she was pointing to was a sulfur buckwheat, Ariagonum umbilatum, a summer-blooming native perennial that produces clusters of bright yellow flowers. Sulfur buckwheat grows wild on Mount Ashland, where it attracts native butterflies, including species that are only found in the Siskiyou Mountains. During the summer of 1953, Russian-American novelist and lepidopterist Vladimir Nabokov rented a house on Mead Street in Ashland with his wife Vera. In between hikes up Mount Ashland to collect butterflies, Nabokov worked on his controversial book Lolita, which was published in 1955 and soon after became a classic. Suddenly, the rather unexceptional buckwheat plant in Sherry's garden was a plant I want in my garden, not only because it brought Vladimir Nabokov to our area and inspired his mentioning of several butterfly species in Lolita, but also because buckwheat is such a hard-working pollinator plant. There are several native Ariagonum species that have adapted to different growing conditions, so Sherry thinks we should all have native buckwheat in our garden, and I agree. In fact, Sherry has many different kinds of native herbaceous perennials, annual shrubs, and small trees in her yard. Here's a listing of 25 of them. I'm only going to mention the common name here, but you can find the botanical name in my column for this week. Her herbaceous perennials include blanket flower, Oregon sunshine, yarrow, seaside daisy, milkweed, shooting star, elegant tarweed, wild ginger, 
Western Columbine, Jacob's Ladder, Western Bleeding Heart, and Tidy Tips, which is an annual. Her, shru- her shrubs or small trees include Service Berry, Coffee Berry, Dwarf Strawberry Tree, California Wax Myrtle, Evergreen Huckleberry, Red Flowering Currant and Golden Currant, California Lilac or Blue Blossom, Western Azalea, Vine Maple, Mock Orange, Western Trumpet Honeysuckle, and Dwarf Red Twig Dogwood. Sherry told me one of her favorite native herbaceous plants is Oregon Sunshine. She told me it's a long-blooming but short-lived perennial with lovely yellow daisy-like flowers over silvery gray foliage. It's a great edging plant, very drought-tolerant. Sherry also enjoys the berry-producing shrubs in her garden, especially the red and golden currants, service berry, and coffee berries. She told me she's looking forward to seeing the birds harvesting them. I asked Sherry what advice she would give to gardeners who want to grow more natives. She said, pay attention to the soil and the hardscape first. Before she planted her natives, Sherry brought in compost to add more organic matter to the soil. And she installed a fence, deck, gravel pathway with metal landscape edging, water fountain, and a new irrigation system. Sherry recommends using matched precipitation rate or MPR sprinkler heads, which are water-saving devices that provide irrigation similar to a light rain. MPR nozzles are particularly useful for sloped sites because they help to prevent waste from water runoff. Finally, Sherry suggests gardeners learn more about the native plants they want to grow by participating in local programs sponsored by the Nature Conservancy in Oregon, Klamasiskiyou Wildland Center, North Mountain Park Nature Center, Native Plant Society of Oregon, of course, the Oregon State University Extension Center, and several others. Just because a plant is native, that doesn't mean it will grow well in your garden, Sherry said. Some natives need full sun, others require shade. Some natives are drought tolerant, some are riparian plants that need more water. Although many native plants are fire resistant, some natives are highly flammable, such as ceanothus and wax myrtle. Visiting Sherry's native plant garden was certainly inspiring. I can imagine Vladimir Nabokov felt similarly inspired after hiking Mount Ashland and seeing all of the wildflowers and the native butterflies they attract. Actually, I don't have to imagine how Nabokov was inspired because he wrote a poem about the butterflies he saw called Lines Written in Oregon, published in 1953. He writes, Esmeralda, now we rest here in the bewitched and blessed mountain forests of the West. Here the very air is stranger, damsel, anchorite, and ranger share the woodland's dream and danger. Sherry's Garden is one of a dozen native plant gardens on the Jackson County Master Gardener Association's Virtual Native Plants Garden Tour, available through July at the Jackson County Master Gardener Association's website. The video features small and large, new and mature native plant gardens throughout the Rogue Valley. A $10 suggested donation supports JCMGA and the local Master Gardener program. The tour webpage also provides helpful resources about finding and growing native plants in our area. I really appreciate that the featured gardens can be viewed a few at a time without breaking a sweat during our triple-digit heat wave. 
And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening. Stay cool.